Hello and welcome to the SRC Sports Podcast. My name is Sam Schmidt. My name is Rocky Rotier. My name is Colton Newins. And today is a special episode because we have a guest star named Maverick Lohr. Hello, everyone. And once again, I'm pretty sure that this is episode number four. And we're starting with the NFL. First is teams that we could say fran- teams that we could see franchise tag people are probably going to be the Cowboys for Dak Prescott because it's the end of his contract. And then we could also see the Packers for Aaron Jones because losing Aaron Jones would be a big piece of their offense, especially how he is a big part of their team chemistry and he can really get people motivated and, like, excited for a game or get them better. Mm -hmm. And even, like, if he's, like, really expensive – Maybe they drop a couple other players that aren't as ex- well, like that are pretty expensive that they don't need, and they can also, even in the draft, they might be able to try finding another running back that could replace his spot if they think he's too expensive. And they released Christian Kirksey, and they might release Corn Curry Lindsley, their center. And um, if they do that, they'll probably have enough room to get Aaron Jones back. Because like Sam said, he's the the guy who, who just helps everybody out. And if he stays, that'll be very good. If he doesn't, the Packers have to figure something else. And the next part of this is where Deshaun Watson is going to go. Their, the main places are probably going to be the Dolphins or the Jets, and I think that's important for each of the teams because the Jets, their main wide receiver, their star wide receiver, Jamison Crowder, he is very good. He's, I think that if he had Deshaun Watson, who's a mobile quarterback and who has pr- pretty decent arm strength, that they could combine together and work well, but maybe then they would have to find a running back uh, option in the draft so that they could have a, tri- a trio on offense that could help make their team better. And <clears throat> for the Dolphins, I think that he could help out with really just – because they well, I said before that the Dolphins didn't see what they wanted in Tua, Tonga Vailoa, their quarterback. But I still, I still think that he might get better. It was just his first year, and he jumped right in. Like, he didn't do what Jordan Love is, like – working with a pro quarterback that's, like, really good and Hall of Fame potential. Like, and he just started it almost middle of the season, and Jordan Love has been working all season trying to be ready to be the backup even if and to be the starter if Aaron Rodgers does retire soon. And if Deshaun Watson goes to either of these teams, it's he's going to have to know his teammates a little more. He's going to have to, like – Probably have to hang out with them, talk with them a lot more, like get to know them. Because if they don't do that, they'll have no chemistry, and it will look like Deshaun Watson is not a good quarterback. Yeah, I think I agree with both of you guys on that. Um, there's a lot more teams that he could go to, but I think that the Dolphins and the Jets are the main options for that. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, if you ever think of it. Uh, he could go to the Seahawks if the Seahawks do trade Russell Wilson because Russell, Russell Wilson doesn't really like how, like, 
his offensive line doesn't really protect him. And maybe he could go to, like, the Dolphins or the Jets or the Houston Texans, one of those ones, because even though the Texans released J.J. Watt, um, he could still go there because they have a pretty good defense and offensive line. And I think that could be a good spot. Deshaun Watson for Russell Wilson, I would think that was a good trade. I would think it is going to be a good trade if they do. Yeah, and <clears throat> that is all we have for the NFL. The next, next up is the NBA. Something that kind of I thought was interesting is what can we start seeing from Zion Williamson in the seasons that come and in this season with his weight? Uh, last time I checked, he was 270 pounds. And for a player his height, that's pretty big. And I think that that could possibly slow him down, make him slower. But with his ability to jump as high as he can, which is very high, I don't know what we would start seeing really from him. And with if he can use his strength like he's been using the past season and if he doesn't get injured, it's he'll probably do pretty well and maybe even better than in his first year because if he can just have his teammates not do bad or get injured – and you can have a lot of chemistry with them. It'll be a good time with him. I think, yeah, Zion Williamson, his weight is like, that's close to 300, and that's... And he's not even a center. And it's yeah. not, it's rare, but it's not too rare to see centers who are like 6'10 and up, 7 foot and up. And he has that not that, pounds. and he doesn't have that big of a wingspan. He just uses it for strength mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, and he, just, he usually jumps, drives and dunks it that's really all he does he's not that good of a shooter so yeah um another debatable topic is who's the better brother lamello ball or lonzo ball um i think that's lamello and lonzo he's been playing for a couple years now and lamello being a rookie and playing the way pretty that close, he is. Yeah, pretty close to how Lonzo is playing. Or maybe even better. He's going to have probably a good uh, season this year and maybe even a good career and probably better than Lonzo's, I think. I think that Lamelo is better by just the way that he's playing in his first year's rookie year of the NBA. That, By the way, Lonzo's playing and by the way, Lamelo's playing. I think that Lamelo is better. And also, I say that because he is—he set records for rookies, and Lonzo didn't set any records when he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also another thing that we could look for—is like and what it's, records are being set. It's basically the beginning of the season too, and he's already setting records. And his brother didn't set any over his whole rookie year. That's why I also think Lamelo is better. Plus. He, I think he learned some of it from his brother and his dad, and he got even better than his brother because it's kind of like a brother rivalry, and they just wanted to get better than each other. And La- LaMelo, he is just showing it on the court. So it I- is sorry. It is fun to watch brothers play against each other. Like LaMelo and Lonzo is probably one of the better ones. 
uh, Robin Lopez and Brooklyn Brooke Lopez. They, that's another one to watch for. But uh, Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday, and Drew Holiday. Which and you can keep going in. Even well after this, like even Steph Curry, Seth Curry, and his other brother. I forgot his name, but they all are in the NBA, and that could be a rivalry sometimes. So. Um, so, <laughs> the next is who is going to be the next MVP, or not the next MVP, who is going to be the MVP. For right now, by the way LeBron James is playing, uh, he could possibly be one, but... No way. No way. Let's finish. That's, that's not in... Any of my mind thinking that he would be an MVP. No, but in the standings for the West, I'm pretty sure that he's in. He is number one, and he's also number one for the whole league. But I also think that Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic. He's slowing down. Nikola Jokic hasn't been playing as well at the beginning of the season. But he's he's still doing an average to be in the race for an MVP. And like you were about to say, Luka Doncic is too. So, the, I think the top two is Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic, and maybe even I don't I don't know because Lamelo Ball he'll probably win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and, it's either him, Tyrese Halliburton, or James Wiseman. Yeah, but, and. I well, could. I think that we could also see Bradley Beal, yeah, possibly. Yeah, maybe he's, he's maybe pretty, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he's Bradley Beal with a Beal with his thirty-three points a game, is leading his team right now, and um, playing well with John Wall. Maybe in the future years, if he's played like how he's playing right now, he can be an MVP. Yeah. Um, I don't. Better. I don't. I don't see LeBron anywhere up to be an MVP. I think I don't, I think he's just I don't think he's ever gonna win another MVP because he's just older because he came straight out of high school he's been in the league for a long time I don't think he'll be an MVP I think it's gonna be more of the second year players third year players not the not really the veterans maybe even though Nikola Jokic is pretty much he's like he's been in the league for a good amount of years. Yeah, you'll probably see Bradley Beal and people Damian like that, Moller. Luca, mm-hmm. in there in future years. Another thing that we have, or no, not for the NBA, but we have no college football just because the season ended a lot, couple months ago. But we do have a good amount of college basketball. The Big Ten teams are heating up. Um, all the teams are playing very good. They have a lot of chemistry. Every single team has at least one player who's doing quite well, and their shooting is very good. But with Virginia falling as well, um, they're probably falling because um, what they've, how they've been, the the people they've been playing against, and how they've been playing is not very good. Um, <clears throat> so I think that Gonzaga might lose one game mm-hmm. towards the end of the season and then not be number one, 
But then I also think that um, Baylor is going to take over the number one spot just by the way that they've been playing lately. And that's what I think. Do you guys think anything about that? Yeah, Baylor's, Baylor's playing very good. I think that Baylor is going to be the number one team. They should be the number one team. I do not think Gonzaga should be. I think it should be them because they're just so much better. And, like, they they actually have talent. And Gonzaga has, like, just – their just team is just basic. They're all pretty good. But, like, uh, Baylor, they have some standout players, and they don't have – they still – like, Baylor has standout players, and Gonzaga doesn't really have that much of standout players. So, that's what I think. Yeah, we have Virginia is falling. Uh, the <clears throat> last couple of games they have been losing, and uh, a couple of years ago they were the number one seed <clears throat> and lost to a 16 seed, which I think that was very important for their confidence that once they lost that game, the coaching staff and the players kind of thought like, we, well, we were a number one seed, but we just lost to a number 16 seed. Yeah, and the people they're playing against right now, they're just overpowering them, and they're playing much more better basketball. And if they have to keep on, like, playing as bad as they are, if their morale is still down the rest of the season, they're, they might not, like, finish at the top of their division. He, uh, like, even though they have Sam Hauser, like, they're still – that's really one of their only standout players ever since – they made it to the final four, and like ever since then, their team hasn't really had one standout player except Sam Hauser. Um, the Buckeyes are on a seven-game win streak. I think that they could be possibly one of the top teams in March Madness. Um, yeah, like Sam said, they're one of the best. And if they continue to play the way they're playing, it's going to be a good season for them. And they just have to keep it up. This is kind of a little off topic, but since we're from Wisconsin, I'm just wondering if Wisconsin, what rank they're going to be in the March Madness bracket. Or even if they make it to the March Madness bracket. I think they'll still make it, but they might not be that good of a seed. So Yeah, just because, like... <clears throat> They've been winning the last couple and then losing some more and then winning and losing again. I, if they can just stay on a streak of winning a couple games, then that could be good. Um, NCAA is now allowing a limited number of fans. I think that people – or for Division One men's basketball, I think that that's pretty good for college basketball fans because after – a call, about a year of being at home and watching the games from your couch in your living room or someplace or just listening to it on the radio, people can be there. And I think that's important because going to games is just a really enjoyable time for people. And because, like, some of the players, they do better if they have fans cheering for them. So, like, that's maybe what they – that's maybe what players might want. Yeah. So – 
now it is time for our guest star, Maverick War. Uh, you are about the best soccer players. All right, so top three best soccer players are number one is Lemondal- oh, Robert Lewandowski. He's number one for holding holding 279 goals in 2021. Number two is Lionel Messi. He holds... In his entire career, he holds 705 goals in his entire career. His uh, number three is Cristiano Ronaldo. He holds 740 goals in 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 his entire career. Um, the best teams are probably oh, number one is probably like Bayern. They're in much in Germany. And number two is Manchester United from England. Number three is Inter Milan, Italy. Breaking news. There's been a rumor that Cristiano Ronaldo might retire on February 30th, and he's only 34 years old. All right. Thank you, Maverick. And we have breaking news. The only breaking news we have is that the NBA All-Star game has been scheduled. And I... I don't know if this is true, but I saw this on social media that Devin Booker replaced Anthony Davis. Yeah, that is true because he got injured and he will not be able to play in it. Thank you for listening to the SRC Sports Podcast. My name is Sam Schmidt. My name is Rocky Rotier. My name is Colton Newens. Peace.